such a good so point. that that to me is is a is a bar if you're the owner brewer of a business and you're squirting mustard behind the bar for your customers respect for rob that's that's an a-grade experience yes Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And I am Joe, and I am also, as always, of course, joined by... Hi everybody, I'm Jackie. And I guess we can... Can we dive right in to this, uh, this week's episode? Yeah, maybe give some background of how we discovered this place and why we decided to go there yeah that was kind of an interesting uh experience i feel like right because well uh, where do we start with this so we were between a lot of different places for what to review this week yeah and if you are joining us for the first time should we explain what we do at the beginning of each episode i'm turning this into a production meeting all of a sudden i'm going full meta <laughs> yes I, I, i'm rebranding the podcast <laughs> and in my head i'm like should we start over <laughs> <laughs> probably but well, i f- let's just flow through it i feel like we've come too <laughs> we're far getting the, <laughs> we're, you guys are already getting the uncut version right here right now (laughs) a great podcast unfiltered well if you're joining us again as a returning listener which we have so many it's hard to count at this point uh see see what i did there (laughs) lying it's really good right upselling uh thank you for for coming back which i think we do have more and more fans every episode because we keep getting uh more downloads (laughs) so grateful for that yeah from different platforms and if you are a new listener i guess uh we review coffee roasters craft breweries and you'll learn very quickly why that's the case as we describe how awesome some of these places are hopefully uh, ideally on each episode it's not always the case but most of the time uh there's something to be said for a lot of these places we visit especially the undiscovered gems new places that sort of thing which this place sort of is right Yeah, and what we normally do is we have four categories that we grade, atmosphere and ambiance, service, beer or coffee, and food. We combined all of those together to give a final grade, and then the two of us combined our grades to give an overall podcast grade for the place that we go to. And I hate to say this to listeners who like it when we disagree, but I feel like on this week's episode... We don't talk about the grades before the podcast, but I feel as if we're going to be in a very similar ballpark with our grades. I agree. I kind of knew my grades right away when we left today, so I'm Mm. really excited to hear what you thought. Interesting. Yeah. And of course, this week we were at Uber Geek. In Riverhead, New York. Which, again, was an interesting as we began talking about manifestation of how we wound up there because... We basically are in the, uh, what's the phrasing I'm looking for? Hell season of grading yes. for <laughs> teachers pretty much towards the end of the uh, the year, right? And we've been planning trips. We plan on even doing little trips to visit places outside of our normal zone, our normal range of uh, locations. But every once in a while, like this week, uh, it's kind of busy with the holidays too. So we were looking for a local spot and we were going to go to another one actually in our same town that we hadn't checked out yet. But we, this place Ubergeek messaged or responded to our comment. I think they actually added us on Instagram. They did. Yeah. They added us on Instagram. And then I think I commented and they commented back and they were like, well, if you like what you see, you guys should come in this weekend. And I was like, maybe we will. And so we did <laughs> because I've never sort of been solicited in that manner by a coffee roaster or a brewery. So I was kind of a little hesitant because we like to go into these places. I mean, I say incognito as if we're big fish, right? Reviewing places. But I think it is important that we kind of go in and there's no awkwardness or special treatment or anything. Not we're getting, that I we're getting know a, if there would be. but An authentic experience. Authentic experience. That's what we're looking for. No one knows that we're going to be producing a podcast about yeah. the small business. Which, well, anyways, we'll get to that when we talk about service. But uh, yeah, so that's how we wound up going to this place. And I guess we can dive right in from here, finally, with our first uh, grading rubric category, which is, of course, atmosphere and ambiance. So do you want to start with that? Because I know, like you said, you want to hear my thoughts on some other categories. Sure. And I want to hear your thoughts on this category. Sure. So going back to what you said before, right off the bat, when we were debating where to go this week, I was super excited to go to a, a brewery called Uber Geek. And I we did look a little bit on Instagram and I saw that they had a sci-fi fantasy type uh, space 
type theme in their brewery. And from the minute you walked into the brewery, I'll talk about the outside later, but from the minute you walked in, you could see that theme. So you walk into the door and to the left, there is graffiti art on the wall that says Uber Geek. And there's a spaceship going off into Jupiter, Mars. There was all different planets and it took up the entire wall. There were some really nicely placed Christmas lights inside. And then we definitely have to talk about the most unique tap list that I've seen with the names of the beers and the creativity behind each one. Yeah, I really enjoyed the I, I enjoyed sort of seeing and I, I, I want to prompt this by saying that I say this about a lot of new places that there's a difference between a place that doesn't look like it has found its sort of footing or vibe yet and a place where it's getting into its vibe. It's really leaning into its vibe. And I felt as if this place was really leaning into its vibe where you could sort of see the evolution. I mean, I think they said that they opened in April, so they've only been open maybe six months. And how much stuff have they accomplished, right? In six months when you start to get into these little details. And as you mentioned with the tap list, that was so cool. It was, I don't even know how to describe it. They were raised sort of pictures and, and, images of each stuff it was really interesting each beer tap list or you know each item on the list was a raised box that kind of stood out a little bit a wood box and they were all super designed Mm. Uh, we will post some photos both on patreon and on the instagram yeah just follow us on instagram or patreon.com slash a grade podcast for more yeah i'm getting really good at these shameless (laughs) self-promotions i'm very disgustingly proud of myself for that. But yeah, you, you kind of need to just see it, right? Yeah, you that have that to is see true, it. yeah. And all of the pic- the pictures that were on each of the beer lists were related to the, the name of the beer, which were super unique. I had to write a bunch of them down so that I would remember them for the podcast. But I don't know if that's more atmosphere and ambiance or beer. We oh, can I save think that. I think it's a little bit of both, but the the very distinct naming of the beers which we can talk about with the beer category because we'll, we'll want to talk about yes. them each right i think that does also take our word for it the very uniquely named beers ties into the atmosphere and ambiance i think as well right yes yeah and since they've only been open till april they have plans to kind of expand as well that it's going to I think make the atmosphere and ambiance an even higher level. And you can tell definitely that there's a lot of passion behind the theme of this brewery. It did not feel gimmicky. It felt super uber geek. It was awesome. Yeah. It, it fit the title. It fit the atmosphere. It was such a cool vibe in there. Um, and we actually lucked out as well going with atmosphere and ambiance that there was live music playing for a bit of the time that we were there. And it sounds like they do events very often, different bands, different music, all different styles of music, different promotions of different places where they have people come in and sample beers. It seems like a place that's very alive and has a lot of potential to get bigger than it is right now. Yeah, I'm, everything you say, I, I don't want to repeat it all, but it does kind of warrant further elaboration in some ways because that is all so true. Like we were, I don't. I, I think it falls into the service category, so I won't talk about too much. A lot of them together here. Yeah, in this case, but I feel as if the uh, we were we're talking to the owner, head brewer, and the uh, part that he mentioned about they were building basically a kind of a secret arcade room, and he had this whole vision for it, and I just thought that was so awesome. That was so spot on for the vibe of this place. That that's something that I, I think is again, it's easy we always look for these themes because we feel as if they can enhance a business with so much more character but it's also so easy for those themes to fall gimmicky right to sort of feel forced or pushed or incomplete and this just felt very genuine and when we get to talking about the service i think you'll sort of see why with our experience with talking to the people who actually work there and who are actually invested in the place another thing that i wanted to say about the music was i'm not a fan of live music honestly if it's done well, I actually do really enjoy it, but it's not as if I go to places for the live music. I'm not out on the prowl for live music. I'm not that sort of person. However, this, I don't know what the name of his band was or whatever, but this guy was the real deal. I thought he sounded straight up like Johnny Cash. He was so good. He had a he cowboy hat. Had a following. Yeah. He had groupies. Different people coming to watch him. He yes. Had, <laughs> he had people waiting outside before the brewery opened. It, it was, was worth it. <laughs> he, no, he was, he was, uh, um, honestly, uh, like I said, I don't like 
live music and it was just him on guitar and a bassist i think and him singing and they were it was crushing all ac- it acoustic vibes crushing it it was great and the the other point why i mentioned this is why i really like this live music experience is because i'm a writer and i don't i don't enjoy going to uh writing readings of by other writers for the simple reason that i don't like being sitting in a particular spot and being forced to pay attention and be quiet i must have some form of add or something because which makes sense as a writer because i'm always coming up with crazy nonsense right but that's just uh, there's something very kind of uh drowning about that vibe to me and i hate that as well at different types of venues like coffee shops or uh breweries obviously and i thought this was such a kind of refreshing vibe because the way that he he and his uh, band were set up, and it was just the two of them, so I think they fit the space perfect, but they were kind of in this corner where the groupies people could sit and really pay attention as if it were that vibe, but everybody further back could just kind of be chilling, talking, having a good time. And to me, that's perfect. That's the best of both worlds, and it's so difficult and rare to strike that kind of balance where everybody can kind of get what they want that I so appreciated that because we were just chilling in the back corner where we found a very comfortable spot, which we always talk about is super huge. And I, like, I, did you feel the same way about that? I'm so glad you said that because I wouldn't have identified that thought myself. But now that you're saying it, I'm thinking in my head as you're talking, yes, yes, yes. The space in the brewery was set up perfect for live music because there was yeah. a designated corner for it. But the space where you sit is big enough that... If you don't want to be right on top of it and have the music kind of blasting in your ear, you don't have to be. We were in the opposite corner of the live music. We were able to have conversation. We were able to talk. The music was not so loud that we couldn't hear each other. It was the space is very well designed for music. There's those high vaulted ceilings. And yeah, you still, there's so much bar seating that you could sit at the bar. You could sit at tables by the music and the bar almost felt separate from the music like the music was kind of background noise, which was great. And it wasn't as if it was a huge space either. So I thought, and we talk about this a lot of times too, the optimization of space, working with what you have, and how sometimes you walk into a, a, a business of this sort and you kind of feel bad because they just, logistically, it's tough to organize everything where you can get everything in and have a very interesting balanced vibe. But I thought they, all those th- points considered, did a fantastic job overall. And I also really enjoyed that they had that vending machine. Yes, I in, was hoping you were going to bring that in up. the back with uh, yes. different toys or or they had uh, Baby Yoda scrunchies and Pokemon cards, Pokemon cards and just geek stuff. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all glorified geek stuff. It was awesome. And and why I say that's awesome and not falling on the side of gimmicky was because I got stuff from it because I I'm you not, did. Yeah, of course I did. Where did you get the stuff? I didn't know you did that. Well, you know, it might be coming. Maybe as a, a little stocking yeah, stuffer. it might be coming as a stocking <laughs> stuffer, potentially. Really hope it was that Baby Yoda scrunchie. There was a Baby Yoda scrunchie? Yes. Oh, oops. Or or was or it? Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> Silence at my end. <laughs> I know you saw that Baby Yoda scrunchie. I didn't see no Baby Yoda scrunchie. I don't know what you're talking about. No idea what you're talking about. But anyways, uh, it was, yeah, it, it fit in so perfectly and again in another context you would say what in the world is this doing here it wouldn't make any sense so i thought that was really great overall yeah there's definitely a vision behind this space where with the vending machines and i can picture those arcade games in the back there's definitely vision behind this business and where the owner wants it to go and that is always really exciting to see that's when i think a theme doesn't get gimmicky is when the owner has a passion for whatever they're coming up with to kind of tie all the pieces of their business together. Mm. And you can really feel that when it comes to atmosphere and ambiance when you go into a place. Yeah, definitely. And then the only other two things that I wanted to mention were, I didn't see any merch. Did you see merch? There was merch over in the corner by the vending machines. There was? There were shirts and hats. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Okay. So there is merch and the uh, bathrooms. Before you do bathrooms, very quickly, yeah. there was a purse and coat rack by the bar. Clutch. We have not quite seen that yet. And we were gonna talking look to for the bartender as, as we about that. Winter, yeah. 
but it makes a really big difference in the winter when you have all your heavy jackets. We were able to hang them in a really safe place right by us. And I, side note, just really appreciated that. It allows you to feel really comfortable. Small touch that a lot of places don't do, but you can feel it allows you to sit and relax and feel really comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Um, bathrooms. So Bathroom corner. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that the bathrooms were pretty good. They were very <laughs> this is so weird neon that, that i have such strong feelings on <laughs> on bathrooms but clean i thought they were very clean i thought they were colorful with the neon i would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more in terms of the artwork on the walls and and whatnot uh but yeah overall they were really just good bathrooms i don't know uh, i what, forget what, that you what really else like is there to say you really like a bathroom with stuff in it that's I what do. we've learned about you the one bathroom had they did have three bathrooms which was nice they had three i thought they had two yeah one was over behind the band so uh, it was kind of, it, it was blocked off when the band was playing. i assume that was a storage closet or something i'm pretty sure it's a bathroom oh, but i could be wrong we might need to fact check that there's one. at least two bathrooms at which, least two. which is good for that space yeah. the bathrooms were small but manageable to get around that That's was fine. fine yeah one of them had painted uh, more graffiti art just white lines on hot pink paint which was cool and fit the theme i wonder if in the future they're going to put more graffiti art on the walls in the bathroom i think that would be a really nice touch that's exactly how i felt where and again i say this all the time too put up some stuff about you and your story and your your history and your background i wish there was more of that in general because the brewer definitely seems to have an interesting story oh my god yeah a vision behind what he's doing and did she say he was an astrophysicist uh, yeah the 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 beer tender did say that he was an astrophysicist but t- having talked to him he might just I, maybe he is an astrophysicist i would believe it he's also seems like a really humble guy i'm not yeah. sure he would bring that up right in conversation but i would <laughs> love true. to hear his i would love to hear his backstory hi, i want to know more hi, my about this, this is, bar we're joe and jackie hi i'm an astrophysicist <laughs> get to know me i would say that if i was one that would be my <laughs> this opening is why line. i'm not an astrophysicist you don't need to know my name you just <laughs> yeah i'm known as I'm just... the astrophysicist <laughs> that's entirely uh possible but anyways yeah i i would have uh I, again i would have liked to have maybe seen that story around the bar or, or brewery a little bit more but again my takeaway is that this is such a cool space and i had previously been there years ago maybe four or five years ago when it was the um the same location, same building, but a different brewery. And they've since moved. And this is like such a better use of the space. It's not even close, honestly. I was going to ask you that as a yeah. point of reference, but it does seem like they said they opened it up a little. And yeah, I, I mean, basically, it feels as if the uh, my memory of the we always say about places we go to what sticks with us. And there are places I went to years ago that stick with me for all sorts of reasons. That place, the old uh, tasting room, basically. I, I don't really remember anything from it. Whereas this, not I'm going to remember it because I'm I'm going to come back. Uh, hopefully, I will remember it as well. Pen, pending that they allow us back after listening to this, because <laughs> they literally messaged us. I don't know two minutes before we hit record. Yes, if you're listening, <laughs> on Instagram, do not worry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. People people have strong opinions about podcast grades. Jeez. Yes. Um, so yeah, what do you think for? Oh, out, did you want to say anything about the outside of the place of the venue? We went on, it is obviously the winter now in New York, so it was pretty cold today, and they're outside, sitting outside wouldn't really have been feasible on yeah, a day like today, sure. drinking beer, but it looked like they had a nice little grass area with picnic tables yeah. set up for the summer, and it was very well manicured, it was very clean on the outside, and I think it would be a cool spot in the summer as well. I'd be curious to see what touches they put outside. Maybe there's a food truck in the summer. Maybe there's other things like that. I'd be curious what they did in the summer. Uh, but it's definitely that blistery winter weather right now Cutting here in wind. New York. Yeah. Actually, I think there is a food truck that normally comes. It just wasn't there when we were there. Mm. So they must put it in the parking lot or something. And I don't know if I really have thoughts on the outside because... I mean, honestly, it's not. It's a building that we almost missed entirely because it's so unassuming. There's kind of trees over there. Such a good point. You got to kind of look for it, right? And the GPS does not take you directly to the right spot. It doesn't take you to the parking lot. Our GPS didn't. Well, yeah, no, it did. Exactly. We put yeah. in Uber Geek and it takes you to a street off where you can see the building, 
but the parking lot is oh, on okay. a different street. Yeah. So that it was a little bit confusing. Yeah. So I don't know how or if I, I don't think that factors into my grade, but it's just an, a technical note for people who, who might want to go visit. Right. Uh, do you have your grade overall? I do. I have my grade in my head. Okay. Do you want my grade? You go first. I'm going to go a minus overall for atmosphere and ambiance. And again, that is in this case. So sometimes when I give something like an A minus, uh, this is what I mean when I say people can take it the wrong way. And I understand because sometimes when I say A minus, it is because I feel as if there are, well, first of all, anything in the A range for me is outstanding. We don't give A range very often, I, I should whether say, it's A I or A minus. So uh, uh, that's a really good, just technical note, right? But I feel as if, so there's that version where I feel as if, oh, things are just lacking. But then there's the other version when I feel as if the vision isn't quite fully realized, like I think it's there. And it's obviously going to continue working there. The comparison that I can think of is exactly what atmosphere and ambiance I gave to Fundati, where I gave Fundati an A minus, and I felt the same way. Where I wanted to make it very clear that this is not a criticism <laughs> at all to say that is an A minus and not an A, but it's an acknowledgement that they have done so much great work in such a short time because they were a very new place when we visited a few months too. And I can't wait to see what more they do with the space. And lo and behold, we've been following them, obviously, on Instagram. And they've been doing wildly awesome stuff with the space where they have oh, this whole new merch set up. And they, they have this plant section where they sell plants now. It looks phenomenal. And that's what my sense was. That was what my intuition told me. Wow, they've done a great job so far in these ways. But I'm waiting for kind of you know, just a little bit more of these elements, like putting in an arcade. I, if he hadn't told me that... I would have been thinking, oh, my God, what more could they do? But he has the vision. The vision and is there and it's going to happen. a little bit of a secret arcade yeah. that it's going to be in the back. That's Amazing. such that's such hype. So take that for what it's worth. But I think overall, uh, it's it's right up there with the better atmosphere and ambiance vibes that I can think of that we've been to maybe. I wrote down my grades beforehand to make sure that I was not going to be influenced by anything that you said, because sometimes what? you will convince me one way or another when really? you're talking or if I miss something and I'm like, oh, wow, I completely agree. Today, I wrote down my grade and I also gave it atmosphere and ambiance and A minus oh, okay. for the absolute same reasons. When you were just talking, I was nodding my head along. Because I couldn't agree more. I think that there is potential here that if we go back to this brewery in in six months or a year, it will hit that A grade. The vision is so clear. It's aligned. It's a place that you are comfortable. You, I would want to sit and stay a while. That's always part of it. The artwork on the walls is beautiful. They have plans to do more stuff. And like you said, the A- minus gives that half letter grade the space to grow as things get better. Right, yeah. I, I think that pretty much nails the situation there. So overall, atmosphere and ambiance, it's fantastic for, for what... And again, if we were going to say, oh, we're grading a, a brewery based on what they can do in the first six months of operation, I would say, hey, it's, out, it's outstanding. But overall, thinking about, as we've been saying, this sort of definite, clear vision that they have, it's it's headed right up in that direction, which is outstanding, outstanding work, right? So exciting. Speaking of what I feel as if might be outstanding, our next category is, of course, service. I think I said too much about my service feelings. Can I <laughs> in can introducing I, it? Can I read to you what I wrote for a service yes. in my journal, and yes. then you can go from there and elaborate? Deal for service, and I'm going to spoil my grade a little bit because this is what I wrote. I just said outstanding. So I wrote for in my service category, a enough said. <laughs> I just took a drink of water because I thought you were going to go on this whole long thing. No. And then I choked when you finished. So maybe you can elaborate because I have a feeling you'll, you'll agree. Yeah. So we always talk about with service experiences that satisfactory C grade is everything met expectations, right? And this was one of those times where obviously everything not only met expectations, but I think the engagements that we look for. And in this case, at multiple levels, right? Whether it was the beer tender, right? Or the owner himself. Right. Outstanding. And in Both. fact, yeah, yeah. in fact, the, the beer tender we were speaking with, uh, we were talking about how much we liked one of the beers. And she said, oh, you should talk to the brewer. He's right over there working on his laptop 
along the the end of the bar. And of course, we did that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, I wa- I walked by and I said, "Oh, excuse me, uh, I have to, uh, you know, I have to tell you how much I I like this or enjoyed that." And uh, I mean, it's so it's so uh, different of an experience when you meet whether it, whether it's the the beer tenders or, or you know somebody doing or helping in the brewing process or the owners and, and brewers themselves. Those people who they're not just passionate about what they do, but they're excited to share those passions. It's such a different experience from when you don't get that because they don't have to be doing that, right? He can go do his work in the back, right? He can go, he's got a million things going on. Can you imagine running a business, let alone a, a brewery and trying to interact with customers? I mean, these are engagements that are are very rare for those reasons sometimes, but they're all the more valuable, I think, right? And you can feel, I think, when you are a burden to somebody and they want to end the conversation. Yeah. We're really good at we that. We can as read educators. that vibe <laughs> and we will walk away. There yeah. are a lot of times where we'll have a short conversation and walk away. And that might be a C because they're busy or whatever, but not at any point did I feel that with both the beer tender and the owner brewer. They were both welcoming, really good conversations. I think that I would they would recognize us if we went back. We'd recognize oh, yeah. them. We'd continue a conversation. I think it's a baseline and a, and a they set a bar again for what a service experience should be. So I'm going to go out and this is why I said I had some hot takes this episode. I told you, we as we always say, we don't talk about our grades on the way home or anything like that. But I did say that I have a hot take. And my hot take is that since we've started the podcast, I think this was my favorite service experience for a brewery i mean we've had some really good ones i think and even some uh, outstanding-ish ones but i think this was uh on par with the one that we always reference as our baseline which is Whistlepunk in spokane washington which was before we got to do we started doing the podcast and if you go back or you've listened to other podcast episodes we always talk about when we say what's our standard baseline for a great brewery service experience, we talk about Whistlepunk in Spokane, Washington, to show you how sort of rare that experience can be. Where we had to go to Spokane, Washington, as I keep saying, in order months to get it. Months ago, this is now going on almost six months ago yeah. that this is the best brewery experience we've had in the past six months, and definitely since we started the podcast, service-wise. Yeah, and and exactly right. So I would say that moving forward, in terms of referencing our favorite or best service experiences with breweries this is basically my baseline for that type of engagement so i'm gonna go uh is there anything else you wanted to mention about this yes i am very sorry and (laughs) you'll know this from last for last episode but when we say our grades i think you might need to do some editing of fireworks in oh no (laughs) i forgot about the fireworks (laughs) okay so service gets a d minus and uh D for damn those fireworks. <laughs> D for I don't want to do the work. One, one other thing I wanted to mention too, I actually just remembered about service was that uh, our beer tender, she was fantastic too with kind of knowing what we wanted almost. And she knew the beers in she knew the beers really well. Yeah, that was really cool too. Uh, and that's cool too because sometimes you get just the beer tender who might know the beers, or you do get a brewer who knows the beers. But we had both, <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> which was cool. You know, we've gone to places where we've given B plus for service or A minus because they're very nice and very welcoming, really good conversations, mm-hmm. but don't really know too much about the beer. Yeah, she knew her stuff. She knew both. Yeah. She, I love to when you ask about when you ask the beer tender, what's your favorite beer? And they get super excited to answer. She wanted to answer. She wanted to talk about the beers and she was very knowledgeable about the beers. And you could tell that she really liked working there. I bring that up a lot. You can tell that she respected the brewers and the process. And I love that. I love when yeah. you get that from employees. Yeah. It makes such a difference. Yeah, hundred percent. And didn't you say that she just gave you water right before we left? Yes. Yeah. Well I, I did I did ask her, but okay. it was not an issue at all. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I went to the bathroom and I came back and I said, Oh water, this is even better. Yeah. <laughs> They're giving water. Yeah. But even she overheard us talking about the pretzels because they did have pretzels. She's like, and, I knew you guys would want one. Yeah. And she had it out for us right on right on our Oh, I just remember I, so I have another metric by which to judge service experiences. The the owner uh of or brewer, I I I assume he's the, the owner. Yeah, Rob is his name. Uh Rob was behind the counter while we were there 
squirting mustard for the pretzels into one of those when they were things. busy um such a good so point. that that to me is is a is a bar if you're the owner brewer of a business and you're squirting mustard behind the bar for your customers Man, respect for rob that's that's an a grade experience <laughs> yes. mustard i know it's i can't do a m for a grade but a grade for mustard it's a grade mustard uh work Behind the bar. That that was fantastic. You Absolutely. Don't, you you don't always see that for sure, right? Yeah. And I think the last thing I want to say, and I'm curious of your opinion on this, is now Uber Geek did message us at A Grade Podcast, our Instagram beforehand, but I did not get the feeling at all that there was any association that we were there as podcasters. Uh, I you, don't think you mean before the episode. Yeah. L- like, or like before when we, we went visited? in today. Oh, I don't think I do they, knew not who think we they were. knew who we were or anything. So this was really I also because I know we did bring that up at the beginning of the episode that I just want to clarify that in the service, even though we might have talked to Rob on Instagram beforehand, I don't think that there was any connection. This was an authentic experience. Yeah, but I don't know who runs their social yeah, media even. That's true. And if it is him. I just wanted to point that out yeah. as this was not that because we did bring it up earlier. Yeah. This was not them putting on for us oh no not at all an authentic experience no i don't i don't think so i didn't get that feeling at all again as you were saying earlier we're kind of i i think essentially experts in terms of we're almost uh we're we kind of have uh wizard powers or something where we can sense vibes of do these people know who we are right we kind of have that sense of if people might recognize us or not i'm really good at that recognizing people i know and knowing when people recognize Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. because that's how i tend uh am able to avoid them um (laughs) and i didn't get i didn't get that vibe at all for sure and he was talking i should say he was talking to other customers it's not as if we were getting special treatment that's actually probably the giveaway for that fact that it's not as if they thought oh these fancy podcasters we gotta treat them well it wasn't because they were interacting plenty with the other customers in just as genuine of a way so i think that's to the the point overall right definitely yeah so i'm gonna go a for service i thought a for service same add those fireworks (laughs) right the time for me to edit 32 uh minutes on the dot got it i think (laughs) see this is why i hate editing fireworks um again this is the uncut version of the episode today (laughs) apparently yeah uh what are we on i may have beer yeah we may have we may have accidentally uh overnapped before this episode and now we're having some cup of joe coffee made you're throwing in a cup of joe uh um yes a plug yes hi cup of joe (laughs) and also i will say that he's gonna be like wow that's that's a grade yes joe did make a beautiful pour over for me it is delicious after i broke some glass and spilled my cold brew on brand those of you that know me smashed it smashed it into into pieces all over the floor somehow when you handed it to me i just missed the handoff yeah well that's why you have coffee now In a big mug that's so, hard to miss. And, and you know, <laughs> there is definitely a fun connection between drinking some very fresh brewed coffee while we're talking about fresh brewed beer. Ah, uh, yes, beer. Do you want me to start with beer? I really do. Uh, this is the category I'm most excited to hear your thoughts on. So let's let's do it. Wow. Okay. I've been thinking about this in terms of a couple of factors. So first of all, and it, it's interesting that I have the lens too of what the uh, sort of Rob's uh, vision was and and his thinking. But for I guess, first of all, the fact that they have more than one Pilsner was something that I have very rarely seen, at least in this area. There's such an arms race even now with different types of hoppy beers, IPAs, double hop, triple hop, extra, extra, extra hop, 9%, 10%, 12%, which some can be really great, but it's almost as if you get palate fatigue, which is a thing, actually, if you're drinking IPA after IPA after IPA. Um, so it's I really appreciate having that contrast with some lighter sort of crispy beers. They actually had a section on their menu called beer menu called Crispies, and they had a, um, a dry hopped Pilsner, which was a little bit hoppier. But then they just had sort of uh, a little bit. Bohemian the, the, Pilsner. Yeah, the Bohemian Pilsner, which was a, a little more kind of clean in terms of the I don't know, maybe IBU scale or whatever in, in terms of overall bitterness. But yeah, I thought that those were very refreshing in addition to the fact that they did have these hazier IPAs. They still had, I think, three or four IPAs and an increasing kind of hoppiness, right? Uh, which I also thought were great. I thought, 
again, the more I drink different types of IPAs, the lower kind of percentage ones, sometimes you do get the fuller profile of the hops, I feel like. And I feel as if that's maybe how you feel. But it was a pretty diverse menu overall. Uh, I think my favorite might have been some of their ones that typically aren't my favorite, which is a great sign for a great brewery. So the pumpkin sour, it was or it was a tart. It was called a pumpkin tart, and I'm going to read the title. Yeah, read the it title. It was called that That's What Black Holes Are For, and it was a pumpkin tart. Yeah. So this gets into the naming, right? The other IPA, one of them that I really liked was If We Nuked Mars. Do you want me to go over some of the names? Yeah, go I for it. I wrote them down yeah, while we're talking it. about it. They're worth it. The Pilsners were called Rockets Don't Fuel Themselves, and that's how they get you. Those were the Pilsners. Their two pumpkins were called I Don't Want to Force It, and that's what black holes are for. The IPAs were called What If We Nuke Mars, Space Age Times. There was a stout called No Titsy, Tootsie, Tootsie Pops Were Harmed, and there was a winter warmer called I Never Asked to Be Here. Yeah, and there were others too, but those were kind a of casualty of circumstance. Yeah. I mean, these t- the names of the beers were so unique and matched the pictures that went with the beer on the on the tap list. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so I, I thought again, I actually went over and one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to him was about the stout in particular, which was one of the more unique stouts I've ever had, if I'm being honest. It was sort of it was the Tootsie Pop one. So it was orange kind of orangey and, and chocolatey and I think there was even cherry uh involved in there in that one or was that the pumpkin that had the cherry I think I, I forget he had it written down but anyways it was fantastic and it was so unlike any stout I've ever had I sort of described it as a remind it reminded me of Great Notion Brewing when mm-hmm. we went to Great Notion in Portland Oregon over the summer where they feature very eclectic <laughs> arrangements of various types of pretty distinct stouts that you're not going to find anywhere else in in terms of their styles and varieties. And that's sort of how I felt in terms of the uniqueness of this orangey, uh, poppy, popsicle-y stout or whatever. Really refreshing, really unique. And same thing with the pumpkin one. I think those, those were probably the two that stood out where the pumpkin one as well had such a complex profile, which we love when we go to breweries where you, you can, it's almost how we describe sometimes really good, fresh coffee too where you can identify the, the dis- hints yeah the distinct things. elements yes. but it creates a greater sum of the parts right into a greater whole overall and i'm glad that's a good segue because my two favorite beers were actually the pumpkins they had two different pumpkins and the one like we said was a tart and i could not believe how much i liked this beer the individual parts of that beer were phenomenal and then their other pumpkin that was called I Don't Want to Force It, he purposely, he had told us that he made a beer where you did not need a cinnamon rim and you did not need to cover it with any kind of cinnamon or brown sugar rim. And I couldn't have agreed more. There were touches in the beer of pumpkin, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And just like we talk about a perfect, I talk about a perfect latte where you can taste, like we said, all the individual flavors and they come together as one thing. That's how I felt about this pumpkin beer. And it felt like the ingredients were so natural. And I'm not sure. I think you might have read something that they use uh, organic ingredients or... No, I read or, I read, or, I read something on their website that their beers are vegan, which is a vegan. whole other can of worms okay. I'm not going to get into. Yeah. Just because I don't know enough about... <laughs> this did not taste artificial or anything. This well, tasted, that, that's part of what, that's they, what I wanted that's to part of what they said is that there's, yeah. no, there's no lactose or other, I don't know, some other stuff that you might put in. Yeah. So it, I could tell that the ingredients were fresh. The beers were crisp and fresh. And I really yeah, appreciate that. So, I mean. <sighs> you did say wow once. I did say wow once. But that's the trick. Right. So this is what I'm torn on. Because uh, let me explain to you my thinking. Okay. With this grading category. There were a lot of beers there that I thought were fantastic. And this is why we say it's such a different experience where you get to pick somebody's mind. And really see what's going on. He was telling me how he came up with one. He was feeding his daughter, his baby daughter, I think, peaches or something. Banana. Bananas. That's it. Thank banana. you. He was feeding her bananas and it got him thinking, oh, he could do this with that. It's just that's such a different layer to me. And, and he's also open to doing really fun, different styles. Yeah, exactly. Which adds to my 
excitement about the beer. And so the one thing that I would say that I would want more of were some of these other styles, which talking to him, which we again had the luxury to do, he is well aware of. I said, I want Kolsch's. I want Hellespears. I want uh, Hefeweizen's. And he said, yeah, those are all sound great. I definitely want to make that. That's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> yes. This is when this is when we always say service melds into every category, I think, more than anything else. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so that's where I'm sort of I'm a little torn on the beer grade because I want to try these other styles because what he had, there were some great ones in there, but I feel as if I, I'm not getting the full punch of what they have to offer yet right mm-hmm. does that yeah. make sense sort of yeah uh, again what yes. they have some yes. of it is is really great i thought um so i but if i and this is my conflict right if i think that they do all of these other things so well shouldn't i trust that they'll do these other beers so well but then again there were some other beers that i'm trying to think of the ones that i you know there were some that i liked but i wasn't blown away by i don't know if that's a style preference as as much as the quality of those beers themselves which is always why it's so difficult to grade beers in general. I think that's the hardest category, not because it's the most important, but because it's so subjective, right? right? So I don't know. What do you think about all of that? How do you feel? I agree with you. I struggled. This was the hardest category for me to grade. And I did write down a grade basically just from my gut and mm. putting all of these experiences together. And what I was, I was between two, but what I was thinking for beer was B plus, which is still, like we always say, a phenomenal grade. C is fine, really good, satisfactory, average. This was definitely above that. There were a couple of beers that I absolutely loved. Absolutely loved. There was a couple that I was like, eh, okay. Um, I would also like to try more. Mm. And I could see over the next, the same thing we said about atmosphere and ambiance, I could see these beers getting into the A range without a doubt in the next six months, maybe even the next time we go back there. So I feel it's funny you say all of that because I'm starting to go back to my previous comparison where I think I feel about the beers here the same way I felt about the coffee at Fondati. Yes. This is so bizarre to me yes. because how I felt about the coffee at Fondati yes. was that this is pretty great coffee, Yes. but I there's a little bit more dialing with some some sort of maybe different types of beans and and some you know again just different types of varieties that i know they're going to explore moving forward and it's going to be even better so i'm not ready to give it that coffee an a grade just now yeah because there's when we go back we're i could envision it being an a next time we go back and then our grades become you know, then I don't trust my grading process if I give an A with what what I know there's space to be an A. Yeah. Well, and, and this is, as we said, the difficulty of any grading process, because when we teach, I, I'm always faced with that sort of dilemma where if I'm great, am I grading a freshman composition paper the same way I would grade an upper division paper? And the answer is no. But this is, again, am I grading it because it's a new brewery or am I grading it because it is still just a brewery, right? difficult to say and like we said with fundati if i was grading this brewery compared to other breweries that have been open for six months i'm probably in the a range if i were comparing this brewery to other breweries that have been open for six months i would most likely give it in the a range but if i'm comparing it to breweries that have been open for a while you know those breweries that we've been to like whistle punk or Tilted Barn or Hudson Valley, then I'm more in the B range. And I still think it's extremely impressive for a place to be open for six months and to be in a B range. Okay. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm going straight F for the beer. <laughs> you wish. No, I'm, I'm going to go A minus for the beer. Great. I'm really glad you did that. Good. Well, I, honestly, there are some beers there that I think are just... They really stand out, especially Wonderful. compared to other places that we've been to. And as I also said, I have such high expectations for some of these different styles that we're, it feels like we're inevitably going to see. Um, and I, I, again, I mean, if I think of other places we've been to, even an A minus is, is so rare because it's so, there's so many different things that you 
can do and so many breweries don't <laughs> necessarily do them well and this place overall i think with their beers did a fantastic job there's just kind of different more styles that i am very excited to see moving forward so i come back to once more the fundati reference where fundati coffee reference where i feel as if they've done great work so far but i'm excited to see where they go from here and i have full confidence that that they will which is super exciting especially because this place was only maybe half an hour 40 minutes from where we live i am so psyched that we have a place like that nearby because that's again not always the case when a new place opens right yeah and i could see myself wanting to go back here very often oh yeah and i would even be it would even be bold enough to say that i i it might be my new favorite long island brewery yeah i mean we it, have it not has been all to the all parts. of them yet but yeah that's how i feel right now beer wise you can also go here you could get an you know take an uber have a couple pilsners take an uber spend a long time there to uber geek to uber geek you could spend a while there you know he did say that too having to do with the beers sometimes when you go to breweries your limit of the amount of time you can spend there if you have is like two hours if you only have options of super high alcohol right. content IPA, beers. IPA, IPA, IPA. IPA. Yeah. We were talking about this. Another place we went that had all IPAs and, you know, no flight options. And now all of a sudden you're capped at, you know, you're you're there for an hour and you're already feeling like I can't stay here for much longer. I'm at capacity. I'm at capacity. Yeah. So here you have 4% Pilsners that are really good. Yeah. And the labels are also awesome on their to-go beers. Oh, I didn't something even see to bring, those. Something to bring up. They're all labeled with space art. It That's was so cool. Incredible. So, cool. so incredible. So I could see that. I, I also put that into the beer category. The names of the beer, the beer tap list, the fact that they had how when they clean the tap lines. Oh, my God. I we almost were, forgot I'm about so that. I'm so glad I'm just ranting right yeah. now and remember that so many little Go details ahead. like so this. many details i feel like the a minus actually way more appropriate than my b plus just for the record oh i think so but yeah they had <laughs> you're a, like yes <laughs> yeah i mean uh, of course i'm right they had a, a almost like you would have a, a work a, a chalkboard sign that would say however many days since last accident or whatever yeah they had one behind the bar that said whatever many days since the tap lines were last cleaned i have never seen that listed somewhere i'm sure other places do it and again, if you know anything about beer, you know how important it is to keep clean tap lines. We've been to breweries where... Recently on this podcast, yeah, we you reviewed can kind, one. You can kind of taste that maybe these tap lines Ugh, aren't clean. or they're, So gross. I mean, that could be a lot of things when you feel as if you're getting not great quality or caliber of beer. There, there could be all sorts of issues, but not clean tap lines is certainly one of them. That's often what you see at just regular bars when the flavor might be off in, in some way. So and I mentioned it to him how much I appreciated that. And he said, like, yeah, it's it's important. It's definitely a factor, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so what did I give the beer? A minus. A minus. Cool. So that leaves us with our last food. category, which so, is food. So what do you want to do with that category? <laughs> I'm kind of curious. I think I am going to grade it. This is a tricky okay. this is a tricky part because they did not have a kitchen. And they were not serving food. However, they had pretzels that they had made in the back. And then they had a, a little pretzel machine. Mm -hmm. And they had little snacks. They had chips and yeah. some other little snacks. They yeah. had chocolate. It looked like just for free, which was super cool yeah. on the on the counter. But they did not have food there. No. And they and do have a food truck or food trucks. But it hadn't shown up yet. I think it was coming later or something. So that's where I get a little bit. That's where it's a little bit tricky for me because I love when breweries have kitchens and food because it's normally really, really good quality stuff. Right. So when a place does not offer it, that does sometimes impact my decision making. So what is your decision making? Because <laughs> I kind of feel the same way, honestly. I, I, okay. I know what's, I, 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 here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you I seem loved, very torn this is why yeah. I, i'm gonna be 100 percent honest here i loved the brewery experience so much that i don't want to give a bad food grade which would bring down my overall grade however food at a brewery in my heart of hearts if i'm being honest with myself mm -hmm. is important to me and i think 
we've had, as we say before, some of the best food at coffee roasters and breweries. Yeah, that's true. And it's maybe our fault we weren't there when there was a food truck, so we didn't get the whole experience. But I like when a brewery has food. Oh, I agree. We did, yeah. And again, we did leave and get food elsewhere. And they also said that we could bring in outside food. That's another point worth noting because that's not always necessarily an option, but it they even told us that we definitely were welcome to if we wanted to, right? Yeah, and we could have Uber Eats. I think it even says on their truck. website too, it says yeah. that you can bring in outside food. So they do make it clear that, yeah, there might not be a food truck when you're there. But I agree, I do love a good food truck if they don't have food. So how do you console that then? What do you... What do you give for a grade? That's what I'm really struggling with. And I feel like the C level, C is appropriate for this because I'm disappointed. It's not above average because I'm really disappointed that there is not more. There was not a food, like real food option when we were Mm -hmm. there. But also I do appreciate that they allow you to bring in food, that they sometimes had a food truck, that they had small snacks and pretzels. You know, I appreciate all that, Yeah, but I can't give it above average. I feel as if I don't know if I'm going to grade it for food. I think it is going to affect my final overall grade, but it seems weirdly skewed to throw in a C to me when I'm giving all these other like. See, and I think that's appropriate, which is fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. If you're going to put it, (laughs) if you're going to put it, if it's going to affect your overall grade, that even if you don't write it down on the piece of paper, it's still going to be like an anchor maybe pulling down the overall grade a tiny bit. Yeah, but I'm saying that that's the case. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to make it official. So what what grade are you giving? I'm going to give it a C for food. Okay. It was fine because there's alternatives. It was fine because well, there's alternatives. Here's what, here's what I'll do. I think this is what I'm going to do because I'm going to grade what food there was. And allegedly there is a food Are you going to let that be the bar for going forward? That you no. just grade what food there was? No, I'm going to be okay. subjective and change my mind <laughs> totally randomly as I best see fit. And in this case, what I best see fit. I'm bringing that to the podcast judges. Go ahead. Go, go for it. Uh, what I see fit is that the pretzel was, it actually wasn't a bad pretzel. It's good. It was maybe, I don't know, a C plus C pretzel. Plus. Yeah. It was a pretty, I, again, so to show you how much we love this place with our other grades, that pretzel, which was pretty good, I would say was a C plus pretzel. It was right. an above average pretzel. Right. It didn't blow my head up. Yeah, I, I don't didn't think explode. that's ever the intention either. There, you know. Yeah. No, it was fine. It was it was a solid brewery pretzel. Pretzel, uh, but and they had chips and other things which are good, but they were just kind of sequestered in the corner or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go C as well. I think okay. because they had food to satisfy the drinking. Right. I could survive there with that food. You give me a pretzel and a bag of chips. That's satisfactory to me. That's that's fine. That's how I feel too. It's fine. Maybe Wait, if did there you was, give it a C? Yes. Okay. Maybe if there was a food truck, I would have given it higher. Well, so, this is so where you get into the higher grades. Yeah. Let's keep that, you know, if you are listening, keep that in mind that, you know, if you do go to Uber Geek and you definitely should, that there might be a food truck there. There might not. Well, I think they have a schedule yeah. and everything maybe. That you could probably so, find on the website. Yeah. Absolutely. You just do more research <laughs> not like us and just going blind <laughs> well i wanted to go and get, get this other experience right. aspect of the experience which was maybe talking to the beer tender right. or the owner too we do go so sometimes, sometimes at office off hours so sometimes yeah. it, it can be a trade-off maybe to some extent but i feel like that's more important than the food like right. we always say right i agree the yeah. food is kind of the kicker yeah exactly right. so uh it might have outstanding food we'll have to go back and check which yeah, we will we will next time we go back yeah. uh there'll probably be a food truck and well pending be great. pending they hear this and want us back what if, it, <laughs> what if they hear this and they say i just said this was my favorite brewery on long island so <laughs> <laughs> can you hold that yeah put that in mind i mean i am an uber geek and we got, oh, I mean, oh we got to talk to the we got to talk she to the brewer the about beer and books what is better than that's that that's pretty sick yeah i want to pick cool. his brain about more Beer we books. were talking about sci-fi books yeah. as well, which was I'm pretty awesome. So impressed. So I said cool. too when my brother want to be who, friends with this guy. My brother, who's a yeah. brewer out in, uh, he works out in Portland, Oregon. When he comes, I told uh, Rob that we're totally bringing him in because you guys have to nerd out together. Can you imagine that conversation? Oh yeah, no, knowing my yeah. brother, that's going to be wild stuff. And I think a Christmas time brewery trip there yeah. will definitely lead to even higher grades. Hundred percent. Yeah. 
Well, what do we give overall? Okay. Well, uh, why don't you break down our grades for each category first? So as a little review, we both gave atmosphere and ambiance A minus, service A, beer, you gave it an A minus, I gave it a B plus, and food, we gave it a C. Okay. I think I know my grade. <laughs> do you? Oh, you're very silent. This just got really intense. I'm between should two. I, should I insert an intense music? Yeah, insert I really intense music. I definitely can't edit that in. <laughs> I, I'm barely going to be able to do the fireworks. <laughs> do you want to know my grades. overall? Do you want to know my grade first? Or do you, should we do the three, two, one? Okay. What do you think? There's a lot of dead air. I'm going to have to fill in um, <laughs> intense music. Okay. You can take your time. Do your grade first because I'm let me do your grade first. Well let me let me pontificate. In the beginning of the craft beer boom of nineteen seventy <laughs> I can filibuster for at least a couple of minutes. How much do you need? I'm ready. Are you? Yeah. Okay, do you want to do three, two, one letter grade? Yeah. Okay. Three. Oh, you're looking back at your notepad. <laughs> you're not ready. I don't know I what call to do. BS. I know. Okay, I'm ready. What is this is what we always say? What is your your in your heart, what is your gut true grade? Come on. You know. You know the answer. You know you know the answer. Okay. Do I'm you? ready. Do you know? I think so. Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Three, Three two, two, one. A minus. B plus. Oh. <laughs> Those were the two that I was between. A All right. I'm, a, I'm already going to start. So here's the deal, folks. When we have to come up with an overall podcast grade, right? Between um, like choosing. Right. When we have a basically a tiebreaker do we round up or do we round down for the overall podcast grade since we have two separate gra grades i'm gonna go ahead and petition for the a minus because of everything we said i mean i don't know what more i need to do to defend rounding up but do you do you have an argument against that so in my heart the reason that i wanted to do the b minus was probably because of the food okay and but i also feel that we went at a time that there was not food. Mm -hmm. So that's where I was going a little bit back and forth in my head. Okay. We have been to breweries with such banging food. Yeah. Really, really good food. And a B plus is still a really good grade. But think and about these other elements. Brewery. But think about but these other elements. But then there's the atmosphere and ambiance. There is the beer. I am comfortable with giving the overall podcast grade as an A minus, but we would still have my B plus in the books because of food. What do you mean B plus in the books? Like when we do our overall, when we do our report card that oh, you okay. put on Patreon, gotcha. we have my overall score, gotcha. okay. your overall score, and then the podcast overall score. So you're agreeing A minus I for- I think A minus for yes. our overall podcast score is you win. I got it this time. very fair. Okay. Yes. I think that's reasonable. So you heard it here first, folks. A minus from a great podcast for Uber Geek Brewing Company in Riverhead, Riverhead New, New York. York. I would- yeah. 10 out of 10 recommend that you check out this brewery. It is new. It is up and coming. And it is my new favorite brewery on Long Island. Yeah, I can't wait to go back, Rob, honestly. thank you for an awesome experience. Yeah. If you are listening, this was great. And I definitely recommend that if you're anywhere near Riverhead, New York, check this brewery out. There's yeah. a lot of breweries out there. Put this one on the top of your I, list. I could see this like we say. Sometimes we say, okay, it's a great place to maybe visit. This could be one day one of those destination places where... Yes. It's just such a well-known vibe that you got to kind of plan a trip if you can, which is very rare around here, I feel like. Yeah. And very last thing that I want to say is that breweries have become very, very popular. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of breweries that kind of, in my brain, meld together. This one will not. This is a standout brewery mm -hmm. doing something really unique with an awesome theme and an awesome vision. And this one I will not forget. And we will be back. That's a great point. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, so I guess that's everything, right? I think that's everything. Yeah, so thanks so much for listening all the way through. This was ran a little long. We're almost at like an hour for this, which is oh, a wow. sign that it's a really good experience, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, new episodes. I think we're doing, we're trying to do a New York City trip yes. before the end of the year. So we should have some interesting episodes uh, going to New York City. Mm -hmm. And trying some different coffee roasters, some different craft breweries. Like so we excited, said. our first New York City podcast. There's trip. some really great places on that list. So if you're not subscribed, wherever you're listening to this, hit follow or whatever. 
because I, honestly, like I'm excited to check out these places and share yeah. what they're actually like. And there's some, as I said again, some really interesting ones. And if you if you have any recommendations, we're looking to head into Brooklyn. So if you have any recommendations for coffee roasters or breweries in Brooklyn, message us on Instagram, email, Patreon, wherever. Let us know where you'd like us to check out in the city. Yeah, agradepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, just search for agradepodcast. You'll find us and patreon.com slash a grade podcast again you can get behind the scenes pictures videos which you gotta gotta see the pictures because i was i failed to describe them yes. at all because they <laughs> they were so unique so yeah again if you go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast uh you can sign up and donate like a i don't know three dollars a month that's yeah it's it. less than a dollar an episode yes so. and it'll go right right back into the places the businesses we'll, that we're going to we'll go to uber geek we'll go to uber geek right <laughs> back to uber geek and then after quickly after new york city we'll be going to portland oregon where we're going to be checking out some breweries and coffee shops there yeah. and then at the end of the year we're going to do a very special a grady's episode so we have a lot of really fun content coming yeah award show a grady's coming yes. up yeah for our yearly well, I guess nominations and yes. awards. We yeah. we did do the Ask Us Anything episode that we talked about last week. If you want to check that out, it is on our Instagram. We recorded it. Just, uh, you just can stalk see us. us. Just, and yeah. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we got, we're everywhere. We got now. a lot going on. We're having yeah. a lot of fun. We're trying to, you know, provide a lot of content. Yeah. Follow us, you know, anywhere, everywhere. Share, subscribe. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. And hope uh, hope you guys are well. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe out there. Stay Be well. warm. Stay very warm, <laughs> drink well, and hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.